welcome to another Faith Horizons Kingdom Brief. These are short podcasts between 5 and 10 minutes. The purpose of a Kingdom Brief is to share highlights from ongoing Kingdom activities and announce events in Kansas City. Wow, I'm always really excited to have a prayer recap with Scott Stanger of God's Relay Race, which is a Kansas City Marketplace prayer gathering. This prayer recap is from the September 11th gathering at the Westport Plex Pods. Some of the themes for this day were no more striving, humility attracts the Holy Spirit, and a special request from the bridegroom that we who are his bride would catch the little foxes that spoil the vine. Here is my conversation with Scott. That the Lord was really a strong impression of no more striving. Yes. Well, in the the account of creation in Genesis, God worked for six days, and then on the seventh day, He entered into rest, and that's where He is to this day. Jesus invites us, all us who are weary and heavy laden, to come unto Him and to find rest. His yoke is easy and His burden is light. And so that's what it's um, it's all about. And in, in, even over in Hebrews chapter 4, it talks about being diligent to enter into His rest, to cease from our striving. In fact, that whole generation of the Israelites that came out of the slavery of Egypt, God judged them because of their their, their unbelief and their their disobedience he equated that those two words of unbelief and disobedience really they're they're synonymous and and it's he then says they will never enter into my rest because of that and so it, it was emphasized this uh, this last uh, God's relay race in September of enter into my rest people i'm i'm inviting you in it's available to you right now cease from the striving enter into my rest walk with me talk with me find my rhythm and harmony yes and then another thing you actually brought this up and it also goes along with the same thing of the no more striving and the enter my rest is you brought up that the lord kind of led you on a on a journey with uh, with the name of noah yeah, so the the name uh Noah is in the in the Hebrew it's actually pronounced Noah and it it means in Hebrew um rest. In fact, his parents named him that and said that because of him the uh, we, the curse that's upon work. Remember when Adam and Eve fell yeah. in the garden, God placed a curse on the work of man, said, in, in the working in the soil, there's going to be nothing but uh, fatigue and toil, toil in the soil. And, and yet um, there is certainly a curse there, but for the significance that the parents said, we're going to name you Noah, that you're going to uh, break this curse of toil on the work of our hands. And so I I don't have a full understanding of what that means. You know, there's obviously thousands of years, and we still <laughs> we go out there and we till, till a field, and the weeds come up in it, and, and it Amen. seems that there's a curse on it. But I think that there is something that we can enter into this rest of God that it, we find this uh, extra gear, if yeah. you will, of uh, walking and talking with Him, this rhythm and harmony with him that is a, a place of rest in the midst of our work and it's ever increasing it's not uh, suddenly 
boom, we turn it on like a light switch, and it, it never goes away. It's an ever-increasing revelation with him of rest. Man, there was a there was a member there. Um, you know, just you know, I, I just I increasingly noticed this that the, there's um that when somebody is is praying, you know, in a group when they uh are are willing to be vulnerable, vulnerable when they're willing to put out some part of their uh, vulnerability, just say, hey, you know, I I might be messed up in this way, but God's going to be there for me, or I may be messed up in this way, but God's going to be there for me, and they're willing to be vulnerable. The Holy Spirit really comes in and fills that void, like He just comes in like a he he just he's so excited when somebody's willing just to be real and raw and honest. You know, when you lay it down and you say, you know what. I might be a mistaken, messed up human being, but I'm going to come here. I'm going to be with God. Well, the word that you're actually uh, that sums up all the things you're describing there is humility. <laughs> you know, transparency, yes. vulnerability, ad- ad- admitting our mistakes, and so on. It all comes from humility. And another thing that was emphasized in that uh, 9/11 God's relay race was the fact that John the Baptist pointed out Jesus. He said, behold the Lamb of God. And we all know that a lamb is gentle and meek and and humble, if you will. And uh, it was in that moment then that as Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan, then the Holy Spirit descended upon him as a dove. So there's uh, something significant there that the lamb attracts the dove. The humility, the, the character of Christ, the humility there attracted the gentleness of the dove, and he rested, the dove rested on the lamb there. And so that was, that was really a big emphasis of, of our uh, time of prayer and intercession uh, in, in September was this place of rest um, and humility, and then it causes the Holy Spirit to actually rest on us, you were talking about um, the Song of Solomon. It says, "I think it was either God or it was the bridegroom." He said, "Can you catch for us the the little foxes that ruin the vine?" And that literally got interwoven in that entire uh, day. After that, was that that catch those foxes? What type of foxes are in the business world? What type of things are? are uh, ruining the business cultures? What type of things are ruining the systems that you're using? Yeah, so we had just uh, the the September God's Relay Race, uh, the Saturday, second Saturday of each month, had just ended the 10 days. So we have an annual 10-day gathering. And uh, there's always this question from people who either participate or they know about it and and submit prayer requests and so on. They say, hey, what came of that? What was the overarching theme that God seemed to emphasize? And and this year was something that was unusual. It was a passage from Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 2, verse 15. And I love it the way it's written in the Passion Translation, because I think it it truly accurately unpacks this a little bit more. And it says, you, so again, this is the bridegroom talking to the Shulamite woman. It says, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. You know, underscore that, 
relationship, for they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. So uh, to to your question here, Nathan, is... um, here we were for 10 days. We're praying for the marketplace. We've, we've got 300 plus companies now that we pray for regularly, uh, by name. And, and, uh, we do s- different things each day that we, 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 that's a part of our prayer ritual, if you will. And out of the midst of this, you know, intercession and spiritual warfare and all this comes this obscure little verse where the, uh, the bridegroom is saying, hey, just catch those troubling little foxes, those sly little things that sneak under the fence, that squeeze through the gate. And so I give you this assignment. You go out and take care of these things. I think God is saying, listen, you take care of these little details. I'll take care of the big picture, the epic love story that I'm writing over your lives and, and throughout the, uh, the eons of time. But you just take care of these troubling little foxes that are sly. What are they? There's things like attitudes and motives. I mean, certainly we know we don't go out there and uh, commit adultery or embezzlement and, and uh, fraud and all these things that, that so often happen in the marketplace and get the headlines in the, in the newspaper. But he's saying, first, just do this. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Go out and take care of those troubling little foxes that ruin the vine. They spoil the budding things that I'm planting in you. You are my garden. I want you to catch those things, those attitudes, those motives, those uh, distractions that distract you from my love and intimacy with, with me, the things I want to do in you and through you and beyond you.